in Iraq and need a check? Make one call. That's all. 602-977-1900. And always at LearnerEnroe.com. Now here's Mike Morocco, Dan Minucci, and Sean Crespin. Good Thursday, Tia Rocco Minucci with Crespin from Wright Toyota today. As tomorrow will be in studio, normally I hear on Fridays, but uh, we made a little bit of a change here, and we're here today till 4 o'clock. So if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Wright Toyota, where you won't go wrong with the top dealerships in over seven states, Wright Toyota, WrightToyota.com, right across the street from the 16th hole at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which is underway, and we'll get you caught up with some uh, some scores as uh, there's some good ones and there's some bad ones. So we'll dive into that in just a few minutes as well. Uh, we do want to remind you that there's still time to get in our fun sports pool contest for the Waste Management Phoenix Open. If you answer the 12 questions, you can win $25,000 if you get all 12 right. Or if you finish the top, maybe you don't get all 12 right, but say you get 10, you could win a dozen golf balls from our friends over at Vans. And it's your choice. If you want the new Pro V1s, which have just come out last week, you can get a, you can get a dozen of those. Or if you want like Bridgestone or, in Minucci's case, Pinnacle works. Uh, or the, you know, the hard ball. The hard ball, that works as Range well. Range ball I yes. found on the side. Yes. I'm good. I, whatever. I'll take whatever you got there. So on. yesterday I got to walk the course for, uh, for the first hour. I'm sure the first nine, a good friend of ours, Chad Miller, CEO of mm-hmm. Legacy Sports, one of our great partners. Uh, he was he was teamed up with um, with Archie Bradley and um, and golfer. Oh my gosh, I'm just blowing a blank. He played at Kansas basketball. He won two years ago. Someone help Ooh, me, KU please. Basketball. Oh well, my! I have no idea. Danny Manning many years ago. God, that's um, only that's two right. years ago. I can look it up as you continue the oh story. Oh my God! KU basketball. Two years ago, um, he yeah, played I'm, at KU, finished first in the Waste Management Open two years ago. Oh, Woodland? You know, yeah. yeah what, Gary uh, Woodland. Woodland, yes. Awesome. He said basketball, you mean KU golf. No, he played KU basketball. He played hoops, too? Yes, he did. I didn't know So, um, got to walk inside the ropes. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, what a different feel without the 75,000 people on a pro-am. Uh, that was one... One thing that was very noticeable. Number two is you have to wear your mask all the time when you're walking. There could be nobody within four football fields. You got to wear the mask. Yeah, it's Biden's law because it's not private law. It's not private property. You know, when he put Mm -hmm. the mandate down, a federal right, that you have to wear a mask, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. You're on a an area who knows how many acres that wide open. And you have to wear a mask. I mean, literally, I got I got called on it four or five times. Really, put up you know mass patrol out there at the open. Huh? Literally, no, there are. Wow. It's mass patrol. So just warning you that uh, if you're going out there today, tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, just beware that uh, you know they have to follow the rules like uh, we have to in other places. So you think that you're out there now? The players and the caddies don't, but you had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this: Archie Bradley is one of the nicest guys. That I've ever met, and I got to play with him at the pro or at the uh, media challenge last year mm-hmm. for a few holes. Yes, he stopped and talked and took a picture with every single person. Good for him. He's with the I Phillies. He's with the that. Phillies now. Yeah. But he, you know, just took the time. Gary yes. Woodland, same thing. I mean, it was amazing. It's just without the crowds, it's just such a different tournament, different vibe. 
it's, yeah, it's just... kind of uh, it's different. I, I don't want to say it's better or worse. Is it just dry or roll? Not re- it's just kind of quiet. I mean, more. Oh, quiet. it's extremely quiet. However, you know, C. McLaughlin was the MC on uh, on the sixteen, and he got into it and had sure. the DJ going. And sixteen maybe had a thousand people, if that. Uh, and the, you know, you could hear from whole like 12 and 13 you could hear it going uh but when you got up there and we walked through the tunnel and um and uh just got got you were part of that atmosphere which was still pretty cool i mean it was great for the amateurs that are out there that got to play it you know that was kind of neat i would love to play in that program i mean it would be so much fun the only thing i ever did was caddy for my dad in the program back in 1981 when he was playing and he Your played, dad was a PGA golfer? No, he played in the Pro-Am. This is the first 16 the, years I've yeah, been your radio Yeah, he partner. played with, uh, who was the guy? I think his name, uh, McCaffrey. McCaffrey was the golfer that he played with at Phoenix Country Club. Many, many years ago, I had a chance to caddy so for you, my dad. So you're a gold spoon kid. No, 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 no. Arizona Bank took care of that uh, for him. He was he but, was the senior VP at the Arizona Bank in those days. And you know, they said, uh, Dan, for good uh, with you and a couple. I think one of the home builders he was, that he was, uh, you know, as a client, they so if it's free for me, I'll take three. My dad's right there. He's wow. right. Let's go. It says let's play. And, anyway, uh, yeah, Jim McCaffrey. It, it definitely. Uh, I hope you can get out there. I hope you got tickets. Uh, you know, of course, it's just general mission. There's clubhouse, and then there's 16, and that's it. So typically, what's their 30 plus venues oh. that you could buy or you can uh, entertain? Now there's just two. Not a lot of concession stands out there at all. So you really got to walk. To find a, a concession stand, you got to really walk around to find a restroom. So they really cut back where they could. I mean, you figure this is such an expensive ven- uh, venture. Sure. And without the money coming in, without ticket sales and sponsorship, you know, you got to cut corners where you can. I guess the only thing about the, the restroom is you don't have to wait for a period of time. It's just uh, go up nope. and use it and no more waiting around. So hopefully get out there, uh, download the uh, fun sports pool where you can play the waste management open while you're there. You can also play in our big game uh, uh contest as well for for sunday and sunday we'll both be out at casino arizona and talking stick resort two o'clock we open the doors at both locations so we hope that you're gonna come out and join us and win some cash just by watching the big game let's find out what's uh trending here at 107 on the thursday what's trending now on rock and manooch with crespin i think we should start with the game last night with the suns and the pelicans i gotta tell you he is the real deal big z he is so much fun to watch. And how he handles the ball, like he's this guard. You know, he's got some LeBron in him. You know, how he could take over a game just like that. And, you know, all and the fact he doesn't miss much. You know, I don't know what his field goal percentages it was last night, but it had to be impressive. I mean, he just he's just incredible. He's worth every penny they're paying him. Sadly for the Suns, uh, he was too much for them as they fell. By uh, 22 points. It was close for most of the game, but in that third quarter is when it's... What do you guys think it's like to uh, look down on the basket when you're throwing it through on a dunk? What do you guys think that's Uh, like to look down? When you go up to an alley-oop... And you're 6'2". You're a lot shorter than us. A little bit. So you're looking up and... and No matter what. It must look different. But I don't care. Even if if you are your height, to look down on the hoop as you're throwing one down from an alley-oop... that only a few people well, in this world know what that's like. The fact that that one alley, I think you're talking them. about the one alley you yes, play, it was yes. just, it was so natural. It's just. One hand, boom. And look at where his head is at. He's, yeah. he's His eyes are above the rim. It's sick. Like, what is that like to be flying that high? It's amazing. Well, the thing that amazes me is his size, his ability, his speed. 
He's like, uh, he seems like he's a little larger than what Charles Barkley was at that age. He, you know, Charles went up and down. Couldn't handle the ball like Charles. No, no, Charles was, was excellent with the ball. No, 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 I'm saying the opposite. I thought Charles was pretty damn good with the I ball, I thought he too. was pretty good, but no, I think Zion is going to be better than this, Charles. But just the size and the physicality and the, uh, and the athletic ability and all the above, and to see him so effortlessly. That, that's the thing about a guy that big. Comes to him pretty natural. Yeah, and I would say that. But, you know, again, you can't give up 75 points in the, in the second half uh, and have a chance. Well, they're only down by two at halftime. But, uh, you know, you get a team that gets on the roll. It seems like a team that gets on a roll in the, in the second half of the NBA, if you don't get some stops or make, mix in a few shots, which the car, which the, uh, the Suns got ice cold in that second half, at that point it was as if they had one, one foot on the plane and one foot on the court, and they're like, this is not going to be good. We just get out of here and just chalk were, it up to experience and move on. They were terrible defensively. They were terrible shooting the basketball. And to be perfectly honest, you know, now that we're done glowing over Zion, terrible. now that we're done glowing over Zion, they shouldn't have lost that basketball game. That's a team they should beat. You got to be. Team able, had what six wins going into that you game? Maybe seven. Yeah, you have. They to were be a able seller. To, you got to be able to beat well, teams. They lost that you what, ten beat. out of the last thirteen, I believe. If you want me to take you serious? You got to beat teams that, that I, you should beat. And Phoenix Suns right now haven't done that at a handful of occasions. Last night's one of them. Oklahoma City Thunder's another. The the, uh, the their next opponent, Detroit Pistons. They lost to them on the road as well. I mean, those are the teams that you should beat. If you want me to take you serious, okay, beat those teams that you should beat. I, I personally, I, I don't think the Suns team's good enough to be where we're saying uh, they should beat these teams. Well, I because do. I bet these other teams are looking at it and saying, "Wow, oh, they, we should beat the Suns." Even though the Suns have had some success this year, I think they're playing better than I expected. Well, they beat Dallas two games in a row. They they've won, well, won three in a row prior to last night. The, I think the Detroit Pistons are five and sixteen on the year. One of those five is against you. So yes, I'm going to say it. That's a team you better beat. The Pelicans are eight and twelve on the year. You know they're 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 only ahead of the Timberwolves right now in the Western Conference. That is a team you should beat. I mean, the Suns yeah, right just, now. I'm not there yet with that level that, that, that the Suns are good enough to beat anybody on a given night. I mean, they also could get blown out by Washington by so many. I mean, they. I mean, we could go back to a couple games we forget so easy. Well, the they've had these game. blowouts. Yeah, that, You're going to have those blowouts. Yeah, that's going to happen. But I, I agree with you, Sean. I'm these just are, not. Yeah, you guys are fine. You guys are homers. But I'm not a homer. So I'm waiting. Oh, I don't see much improvement. I don't think. I did say. I did say they're improved. I just don't think they're at that category yet where they should be beating teams. I, oh, I, no, I, I disagree. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't I, think it's homerism whatsoever yeah. to say a team that is going to be vying for a six, seven, or eight spot in the playoffs are they shouldn't be beating a team that is in the cellar of the conference. Like that's not homerism. That's just the Suns are a better basketball team. Look at the two rosters and compare them. You know, it, it, look, just look at them. It, there's, there's, you know, there's no excuse. You look at the two rosters of the Pelicans and the Phoenix Suns. There's no excuse. They are a better basketball team than the Pelicans, and that's not homerism at all. You got to find a way to beat the teams you should beat, and they, they, they have not done that on a handful of occasions. To whatever that is, whether that's that's this team still trying to gel, whether that's a coaching situation where they're not getting fired up against certain opponents, who knows what it is. Who, and regardless of what it is, if you want to be taken serious. Which clearly rock isn't right now, and, I'm and, not. and, 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 and there may be fans like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you're gonna win. You're gonna win a yeah. game against Toronto, but well, you're gonna lose a game to Washington. You're gonna lose a game to Memphis. You're gonna lose yeah. Detroit. I mean, come on, they shouldn't be losing. If they would have beaten the teams that they should have beaten, then I could say that. See, and that's, and that's what that's. But they, they haven't done that's it yet. Why people we are, are saying the exact same thing because you know this team because they've lost ten straight years. And to that point, go on a little run here and stay in second place for a while. And there will be those Dowdy Thomases until they can beat the teams they should beat. Yeah, like until they make the playoffs, 
they're still a, 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 a not a good football, not a good football team. They're not a good basketball team. Well, I think they're much they, improved. If, they're better. Okay, you can be all proved if you want, but at the end of the year, if they don't make the playoffs, it's eleven Whoa, straight years. What a disappointment. Okay, that's good. my point. I don't want to be disappointed. I want them to do well. It's not like I don't right. want them to do and well. They're, and they're still currently the sixth seed in the Western Conference. So we still got a lot of basketball to go. Exactly sure. right. Exactly right. But they. But won't. your point is, they have to take care of business. Like Absolutely. you're saying. If, all right, what, if what's our conversation going to be a week from now if they lose tomorrow night to Detroit at home? You know, Boston, I can see them falling to Boston. But this is a good opportunity for them because they have so many games at home here. Right, but four of those games at home are against good the, teams. They're against the Hoosiers. Sixers are playing well. Milwaukee, I mean, Sixers, Cleveland. Yep, Sixers are on top of the yeah. conference right now in the East. Milwaukee, so they shouldn't win Milwaukee. any of them. Uh, Brooklyn is another solid basketball team. But they'll team. win one or two. They will. You, but you should. Yeah, but you have, again, this is where you. If you want me to take you serious, you got to beat the teams you should beat. You have to beat the Detroits when you go through stretches like this. You got to beat the Magic when you go through stretches like this. The Cavs, you got to win those games because you've got Celtics, 76ers, Nets, you know, all, so, all coming up in this home game, this home stand. Here. This schedule in the next week is going to be tough for them. But if you go yes. ahead, if you want to even look farther ahead, there's a run there where they can make or break making the playoffs. Because to, to your guys' point, teams they should beat. They, they open up on the road, and they're playing New Orleans, then the next night Memphis, then they come back to play Portland, then the Charlotte Hornets, the Chicago Bulls, uh, the Minnesota. I mean, there's a there's a run there to yes. your guys' uh-huh. point. Right. They should win four, at least four of those games. You should, yes. But if they don't, they don't make the playoffs. Oh, I don't think that's necessarily <laughs> true either. They the could, season's over. No, you know, it's the season's over in March. No, it is not. Yeah, that's no, how the first not. half of the Come season's on. over. That's, that's, they, but they if they, they don't the make half. it. They release the second half of the schedule <laughs> after March. So March 4th is their last game. It'll be over for the first half of the season. Well, but they, what is that? To, that's going to be disappointing. Well, and, and I think to, No. To, to, I mean, you have, an entire, no. you have an entire second half of the year. That's only the, what you're looking at right now is only the first half of the schedule. I understand that. Yeah. I get that. And you have My another. My point is, but if they don't. Do well the first half. I mean, that's tough for guys that like myself. They're on the fence with this yeah. team. It's hard to jump on the bandwagon if they can't. They can't do well there. What are you pointing at me for? No, Mitch? I'm just saying that uh, the music stopped. The music stopped. Oh, I didn't even hear it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear anybody say anything. We go to break. We'll go to break. He's uncensored and unfiltered. Sean Salisbury joins the Rock and Minute Show at three thirty. Listen live here on Fox Sports nine ten on FM at ninety nine point nine HD two or the free iHeartRadio app. Tomorrow on The Drive, 6.33, Ian Rappaport on the latest quarterback trade rumors, 7.33, Todd Furman on... One of the best commercials I ever done in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Budweiser commercials. It was great. Hey, our It's Your Call question today, which is brought to you by State 48 Roofing. Home of the hashtag sexy roof status. Get a free quote. Just go to state48roofing.com. What do you enjoy the most about the Super Bowl? The game, the commercials, the halftime show, the party and food. Who did this one? I did. I just got to lighten it up a little bit. <laughs> and you know what? A lot of folks, different reasons why I watch. Oh, if you're following us on Twitter, yeah. if you're listening to sports radio, yeah. do you think there really is yes. I know people a lot out people- there that are going to go B, C, or D there? I, I, well, yes. Really? I mean, a lot of folks. Matter of fact, of folks. 11% say the commercials, 44% say the party and the food right now, according to. So there you the go. Food. 44 is number one? 44, no, 44. Game is number one. 44.4 is the game. Oh, okay. You Four, just said party. Okay. 40, I, because I'm not done yet. 44.4 is the game. 44.4 is the party and the food. The commercials is 11%. 
So it's ah, tied right so now. So it's tied right now, Rock. So see, folks, watch it for would different you like reasons. To, would you like to make a, uh, a a bet that when we're done here at 4 o'clock, I'll bet you anything you want is that, that right? it will be the game. Is anything. That right? Is that right? Uh, 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 you think you're so? not involved in this one, Sean. <laughs> this is Mnuchin. It's dumb. It's your call. I would hope. Uh, obviously, it's it's you know 44%. People have responded All right, to let, it. Okay, let me ask you this. I will say, I don't see it. I haven't voted yet. Mm-hmm. The over-under on how many people voted, because we just launched this, I'll say it's under 10. Yes. Okay. okay. So give me a break. So I'm going to vote for the game. Obviously, I'm all about the game, it's watching nine. the game. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, it's just to bad. I, I would hope it's the game, but if it's commercial or the party, whatever, just to show you that people are uh, starting to lean away from the game, I would hope it's the game. God. That's the main reason. But I know a lot of folks watch it. I'm anxious to watch the commercials. Other than your wife and your and lady friends, who? As far as the commercials, most of them are the, the women of the commercials. i got to be honest. All four are pretty good things, man. The game's number one, but obviously. But if you have to pick one. The food, the commercials, the halftime show, depending on the year. I'm telling all, all, I all I think, pretty good things. I think it's all pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, some people watch it now, for Now, I understand reasons. what Rock is saying. The demographic in which follows our Twitter account, the demographic listening to us right now. Uh, 45-year-old male. It's going to skew towards the game. Course, you would to, hope. You would to hope. The party and if such. it doesn't, we're in the wrong business. <laughs> we should just do pop culture. We should, like, just do what I'm going to get into right now, some of the top prop bets for, for Super Bowl. Uh, what is it, 55? 55. That'd be 55. So, online sports books, you know, they're always offering these random Super Bowl prop bets, and most of them are nonsense, but some are kind of fun to look at. You know, like some of the, the obvious ones, what color will the liquid be that is poured on the game winning coach? Gatorade. Okay. What color liquid that will be poured on the game winning coach? It's going to be Gatorade. Liquid is Gatorade. Oh, I, it is? I, it's not yeah. color? Yeah. Color of I the said, liquid. What color will the liquid be? Yeah, well, the color of the Gatorade, which is a liquid. You're not sure, but what if it's Powerade? How do you know if it's Gatorade or Powerade? Gatorade. Powerade. I'm looking for the color. I'm going to say it's going to be red. red. By the way, red yeah. is is yeah. red. It goes red, orange, followed by lime, yellow, green. Those have been my three guesses. Uh, anyway, uh, which coach's nostrils? <laughs> Will be seen first during the game, Mitch. This you, you're, oh, you, you got man. a lot of you got a lot of. Uh, uh, I saw this town in this one. I saw this one yesterday. Because clearly, what does that mean? This is a uh, mask-related game. Yes, it right? is. So, yes. which coach essentially is going to lower his uh, mask at some point during the game? I'm going to go with BA and, because he's always well. Here, down. Here's the, hang on. Well, here's here, that was what I was about to say. Uh, you know, some of these coaches. Matter of fact, both of these coaches have been known to wear the shield this year. Yep. So their nostrils might be visible from the get-go. I think the Super Bowl, they're going to have to wear a mask. You think so? I think they are too, yeah. Because well, Reed's been wearing his mask and the shield. And B.A., I don't know, he's got his he mask below his nose. You need two now. Yeah, he, he, he lowers <laughs> his nose. So I'm, I'm going to go with B.A. on that one, I think, because he's always lifting so it up So the better down. bet is Bruce Arians, 1-2. to two which is roughly 67%, and then Andy Reid 3-2, which is 40%. How many times will Bill Belichick <laughs> and the New England Patriots be mentioned? Now, the over-under on Belichick is 1, and the over-under on the Patriots is 2. <sighs> Hammer the over. I'm going to go the over. Yeah, I think yeah. How do you not? Because you got Brady you say the Brady, yeah, you absolutely. say his name. That'll be tied to Brady in the entire game. Which will be higher? Brady's passing yards? In the Super Bowl, or game stops closing price this Friday tomorrow. <laughs> I think 
I gotta go Brady's passing yards. Well, hang on. What, 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 what's uh, what's GameStop at right now? Oh, it was, yesterday it was closed three hundred and something. Last the price, it closed yesterday at ninety even. Right now, it's at fifty five point seven three. Yeah, it because oh, it, it, it took a yeah, dip. It took a major dip. It, it peaked at like four eighty three. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and what was the? What were we comparing it to again? Brady's passing, passing yards. yards. Well, obviously the passing yards. Absolutely, you would think. Yeah, I would. Yeah, that, again, we're gonna make some people some money this weekend. You, you yeah. can bet. It, yeah. All right. Will Brady attempt? to high-five an official. You know, he tried to do that last yes. week, which the Internet has caught him doing from time to time. <laughs> so either no or yes on this one. I'm going to say no. 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 Yeah, no, uh, 1 to 15, which is nearly 94%. Yes is 6 to 1, 14.3%. The Super Bowl halftime show, which is usually 12 to 13 minutes, will uh, and features a medley you know, of songs, right? How many songs... Will The weekend, you know that guy, Manucci, uh, and any other guests will perform this year? I'm going to say five. More than that. Five? Because so. they're going to end up doing, like he just said, a medley where yeah. they get a half, minute and a half, minute and a half, minute and a half. So it's going to be eight or nine. I'd go nine-ish. I'll go five-ish. Alex? It's going to go seven. He has to play Blinding Light. Mm-hmm. He has to play In Your Eyes. He has to play... There's a few of them that he has to play, so we already have four. His guests have to play at least one or two, and then he has to close it with another song, and then he has to close that with another song, so we're already at nine. The line is at eight. I like okay. nine. So the line is eight, so 67% chance it's going to be over, 40% it's under. Um, will the weekend have a wardrobe change in the middle of the halftime show? No. Mm, yes. I'm going to say yes. No. Yes, 80%. No, yeah. 29%. What about a uh, a wardrobe malfunction? Uh, no. I will say no. No. no, no I think no, they'll no. make sure that... Yes was 10%, 97%. No more of those. Uh, looks like the oddmakers are not expecting a blowout. Uh, will the game be tied at any point after the initial score, of course, 0-0? Zero, zero? Uh, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to go yes. Will the be tied at any point? I'm like 7-7 seven, yes. seven or 10-10? Ten, ten. Ten. Yeah, I'm going to go yes. I think it'll be a nip-and-tuck game. No. Tied. Chiefs are going to hit them early and run away. Yes, 62.3%. No, 44%. Will either kicker hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point? No. I'm going to say yes because that's been kind of a thing the last three weeks. I'm going to say yes. Yes, they will. Tampa, nice weather. Uh, Yes, only 24%. No, Manuj, 84%. Uh, Here's a bonus one. Who will win the Puppy Bowl? Team Fluff is even, which has about a 50% probability. Team Rough. Has a slight edge at fifty eight point three percent. I'm gonna go team rough. And will you go with team rough? I'll go with team rough. I mean, doesn't I, even I, want to play along I, with this the one. The rough or fluff or I mean, come who on, Chris, play along. I can't, man. I can't tell you the last time. You I didn't love know, dogs. I didn't know that was still going on though. I had no idea. Yeah, you don't see oh, the yeah. commercials. You watch TV ever? No, I don't Puppy really watch. Really, you don't watch yeah. TV? No, if I do, it's recorded. You fast um, forward it. All know, right. Put, put that stuff on. Let's go fluff. You're gonna go fluff. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going rough. Well, um, well they. Staying along these lines with the puppy bowl, will the MVP be a male or female? Oh. It's so mm. funny you can bet this. <laughs> how do they determine? I, I don't even know how the puppy bowl works. Let's go uh, Let's go male. <laughs> I'm going to go female. Why not? It's a close one. It's uh, 57% male, 52% female. How about that? Yeah, yeah, By the way, 60% chance of rain on Sunday. 
In Tampa. Is it really? Oh, okay, I don't care about that. Okay. Well, you do, but it's where the game's being played. You just talked yeah. about good weather for kickers, so good I looked point. it up. So 60% chance of rain, 68 degrees. Though. A little disappointed Manucci didn't know that. Where's that running game? He should have. We talked about it earlier in the week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You would think he'd be it all was, over that. Uh, not really looked at it quite that closely, not yet. But yeah, I was, was just dis- disappointed. You know, I was out at the Waste Spanish Phoenix Open yesterday. It was raining. I didn't. I it didn't, was? You didn't say anything Tuesday. I didn't know about no rain. Uh, it got sh- raining. It, really? it was just spitting, but it still got a little wet. You know, messed up it's the like hair. 10% yeah. chance, if anything. Yesterday? I mean, yeah. yeah. I was out there at 8. You, you 8 found 30. the one place in the valley where water came down. <laughs> it yesterday. rained at my house, too, but it only it rained is? for like two minutes. Gotcha. A little slight sprinkle with something like that. The weekend, this weekend looks pretty good. All systems clear and go. It's, it's amazing. I, I can only recall, you know, if I've been going to Waste Management Open since the 90s, I can't remember ever other than one time a Friday raining at the Open. It's like, you know, guy upstairs says, oh, yeah, Waste Management Open, they raised $10 million for, for local sure. charities. We're, I'm going to give them good weather. We'll clear it out. We'll clear it out. Clear it, it out. works out. So the sports betting, man, the numbers are down. And what about the tickets to demand? We're going to talk to the sports professor. He's going to join us live from Tampa. Rick Horo is next. But first, here's what's trending on Fox Sports 910. What's trending on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix? The Diamondbacks are bolstering their bullpen. Multiple reports say the Snakes have agreed to a one-year, $3.5 million deal with... Time to talk about the business side of sports. Leading expert in the business of sports. Author of the new bestseller, The Sport Business Handbook. Host of Power of Sports and architect of over 100 deals worth billions in sports. The sports professor, Rick Horo, joins Rock and Manooch on Fox Sports 910. Rick Horo now on the right to guest line from beautiful Florida. Rick, I'm hearing the demand for the Super Bowl tickets is uh, a little less intense than years past. Is that what you're hearing out there? No. Uh, and No. And Because and, people on the street here are always assuming you could show up and get them. Mm-hmm. And, of course, 22,000 minus 7,500 frontline worker allocated among teams doesn't leave a whole lot of tickets for the secondary market. So, you know, I'm, I'm breaking my streak after 22 straight. I have my vaccine on Monday, so I'm here doing some business, and then I'm heading home tomorrow night. And, frankly, if I'm not going, I could care less who goes. No, that's not true. But wow. still, you get my drift. Kind of a hard edge pass. right there for Rick Coral. What are you going to do with your parking well, pass? But, <laughs> oh, my parking pass, I'm going to bring, I'm going to color it in uh, Fiesta Bowl colors and hope yeah. it works the next time you guys stiff me. How's that? Oh, that'll never get old. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll never let you forget it either, Ron. He'll never let you live that one. Listen, you set it up for me, and that's good. Hey, let, uh, me, let me just unsolicited yeah. talk about economic impact, right? Sure. Because, again, you guys... You guys are in the middle of a of a great golf tournament. Obviously, mm, you yeah. had the Super Bowl, you've had Final Fours, uh, you have had Major League Baseball All Star Games, and you know what that's like. Uh, and Tampa, you know, looking forward to significant impact, and COVID cuts it effectively. The fact that the Buccaneers are in this also cuts it effectively because half the people that ought to come take their cars. The important thing is it's still over 150 to 200 million dollars, and the the, the the eyes of the world will be on Tampa and the first hosting in the 55 year history. And so, when you think about questioning investments, which I know we we shouldn't, uh, let, let's also notice that uh, 
you know, Raymond James has been in existence since uh, 20, 2002, uh, 2000. I kind of helped with that. That's been a big deal. The Rays want another deal here. The Lightning with Amelie Arena has had a building. Look, when you get buildings done, they pay off over a long period of time. I know the Diamondbacks are looking to get their situation settled, and the All-Star opportunities would be there as well, Cactus League, baseball. But, you know, let's not forget that the economic impact in a community, especially a tourist community, shouldn't be taken for granted. And, and Rick, to that point, you know, from the marketing standpoint, or what are some of the things missing initially that stand out to you that will affect the economic impact the most? I mean, I know there's a lot of ancillary things, but what will be that one big hit that they'll take down there in Tampa? Activation. Uh, you know, I, I'm staying downtown, and, and it's easy to get a hotel room, which ought to tell you something. And then, you know, a year ago at the same time, or the last time Tampa held the Super Bowl, you would have a, you know, the planes with the corporate banners. You would have the blow-up dolls of the beer cans. You'd have scantily clad humans, let's just put it that way, you know, walking <laughs> streets with their, you know, respective corporate stuff. And you'd also have a lot of business people who may or may not go to the game, but certainly go during the week to make deals. That, that's the most unanticipated or unappreciated. Uh, you know, when baseball has its all-star game, it goes from the rookie game on that Saturday through home run derby through the game that's six days five days of trade association stuff and corporate people do deals in arizona same thing with you know football super bowl week and on and on and so yeah that that's that's missing i talked to some of my nfl folks and said you want to have a socially distanced cup of coffee he'll he'll remain nameless he's not the commissioner but he's pretty darn close to him and he said uh yeah we can be socially distanced i'm in new york still well what what do you want to do (laughs) so they're not even you know, some of the people aren't even coming, uh, and, and that's it's it's. Uh, you could argue that's bad for Tampa, but look, there were uh, there was a time in the fall where there were a lot of people saying they weren't even going to have the game, or they were going to have the game in in May. If you remember, there were a lot of discussions about that. So, Rick, if you were looking to say on average, let's say if it was just normal times, the number is about five hundred million dollars plus or minus to the city. Um, what do you think that number will be this year? By half, a third. Uh, just your prognostication yeah, no, once you a, get it. It'll be a little more than half. Um, you know, made up for by the fact that, that television, especially since, uh, I don't know, you don't know it because you don't care because you're south of all of it, but the major snowstorms are going to lock people in their igloos, you know, <laughs> during the whole weekend. And that's got to add to the people that watch. Plus, we now have somewhat of a sophisticated uh, schedule or at least opportunity to track the people that are watching, not just the people that are watching TVs, but devices. So uh, I don't know if we're going to set all-time highs, but listen, Brady and Mahomes take care of themselves. And when you think of paying for Valley of the Sun or Phoenix or or or, uh, or Arizona advertising, you know, same thing in Tampa, you, you can't you can't you can't buy that publicity. That that is huge that that basically only comes with a major event and new facilities. Speaking of advertising, Rick, I, I think the most brilliant marketing plan in history has taken place over the course of the last few weeks. Anheuser-Busch making a public announcement that they will not be making a, a Bud, Budweiser commercial this year may have gotten them more publicity than if they actually made the damn commercial itself. This must be this might be the greatest marketing uh, plan in history as every sports show in the, in the uh, country has talked about this. Talk about free publicity by not doing any publicity on your own. Well, but it's also allocating. Obviously, how are you doing it? You're doing it for COVID relief, and you're being very sophisticated 
as to how you're going to spend the $5 million that you otherwise would have spent on 30-second commercials. You know, DoorDash has an ad where they're awarding uh, deliverers in a neighborhood for some mm-hmm. special significance. You also honor your frontline workers. So watch, uh, obviously, AB captured the pre-Super Bowl publicity, but watch the ads themselves because they're going to be talking about what they're doing in their own corporate structure for COVID relief causes. General ads, I think, are going to be somewhat funny, not stupid funny. I think we're going to have some that are kind of fun and tender. Uh, Huggies is going to do, you know, nonstop hugging babies. Uh, no political ads and no hard edge ads. If you want that, then just go out on the street during a regular day. I think people want to get away from that a little bit. Yeah, good point. I, I, I viewed about 20 of them today, this morning, and maybe two stood out. A Cheetos stood out. The M&M stood out. But other than that, they're really kind of plain. Budweiser does have an ad that you do see their beer in the ad in Michelob Ultra, so you will see, you will see Budweiser in, in an ad. Uh, I want to talk about betting. Uh, I saw a report today that it's expected to drop around 37%. Seems like a big number, and I know a lot of these states that now have approved gambling are really uh, kind of look, we're probably looking forward to a nice nice day. Yeah, well, and, and, and I think the argument uh, might be that that uh, it's spread out over uh, uh, platforms that are hard to measure. I'm not, I don't believe that one-third of everybody that would bet on games at the Super Bowl this year, or last year, all of a sudden won't. Uh, and I also don't believe that money is so tight that people aren't going to bet on it. When you look at the list of stupid prop bets that are coming you know, on my email, you realize that uh, it, it does, it's not going to stop people from betting on how long the national anthem is going to be and who wins the coin toss and all that, that stupid stuff. But uh, the interesting thing is, you know, as betting takes hold in places like Michigan uh, and Maryland and other places that you didn't expect it, you're going to see more and more people with the ability to do that. I'm not sure if they actually will do it. And I got to say, the uh, the feel good uh, little marketing to the positive side for Robert Kraft to use his plane to be flying a lot of uh, first responders in. I know he's going to be doing that. Um, talk about that a little bit, Rick. Is he trying to? to, to I'm not going to say spin, but uh, get people off of the alleged allegations just a year and a half ago to get this going. Well, let's remember, he's he's always been philanthropic, and he's, you know, gotten awards from the state of, 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 uh, of Israel about philanthropy. He, last year, had the plane deliver a boatload of masks to the U.S. when we had trouble getting the masks. I think secretly what he's trying to do is to go down there early and kidnap Brady and bring him back to New England <laughs> and not let him play. But that, that's another story. I think it's a bit too late. He should have thought about that last year. But, listen, it's a good opportunity it's a good thing he's doing kudos to robert Kraft. well on top of that he's going to be getting hotel rooms and taking care of them. i was impressed when i saw this the other day it was it uh, two days and make all this happen so you know good for him to try to make amends and, and keep that philanthropy going yeah no absolutely and let's remember he's and, and i'll say it again he's you know he, he might some people might interpret him and in doing it to to make amends he, he would have done this i'm pretty comfortable he'd have done this anyway i know the man and and, and he would have all right, we do it every year. We get your prediction. Twenty-seven. All right. Well, I, I know what you're going to do. Twenty-seven <laughs> for for uh, for the Dolphins. Twenty-five for the uh, for the uh, Patriots. Oh, neither one is it. Okay. Yeah. All right. 20, Dolphins uh, maybe uh, next year. Brady wins. Yeah, maybe next. Twenty-seven, twenty-five. Brady wins the biggest upset uh, since uh, uh, Brady lost to the Giants. So I'm I'm hoping 
Because, listen, one quick thing. I know we're at the end of it, but you talk about basketball, LeBron or Michael. You talk about hockey, baseball. And there is some legitimate, subjective discussion about who the GOAT is. Win or lose, given what Brady's done in the last month, there is no discussion in football, right? I mean, Brady yeah. is the all-time GOAT. Uh, the end. The end. Hey, uh, sadly, because uh, we didn't get your uh, prediction last week, uh, that's been already been taken by Bob McManaman, the fine Cardinals beat writer. So uh, for the Arizona Republic, so you don't want to just we can't we can't upset the the uh, the, the uh, scribes out there. So uh, you got to give us another prediction, higher or lower? Total. Are score. you kidding me? Nope. What does he know that I don't know? I mean, a lot. really? I get a lot by McManaman. Uh, a <laughs> yep. lot. Yeah, you tell him that, that he and I will will flip for it. All right, twenty eight, twenty five, Braves. Uh, so all right, that's all you. You see that that didn't Braves. hurt, did it? You know, just we got to keep you on an extra Braves. minute. You yes, know, you, you get to and, charge and us another minute, attorney, Mister uh, Mister Attorney. You get to charge us longer. Yeah, yeah, right. No, exactly. I'm gonna stay on because I'm charging you by the minute. I'm going to send my invoice like I normally do. It has a zero on it, just like every yeah, other one. We appreciate that. Well, you need write-offs. So, Hey, thank you, Rick. We appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Rick. That's Rick Coro. you got to follow him. You see him on TV. When I was in the hospital last week, I must have saw his show five times back-to-back on Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports Arizona. Was he in San Diego, Baltimore, Oklahoma? He, he uh, interviewed uh, Taglibu. Taglibu, He interviewed a huh? uh, few others. It was pretty good. He was good. He it was, it's a, a good, good show. Really good show. Well, hey, 30 years ago today, someone was banned for life. We'll discuss it next. It's Rock Minutri Crespin, Fox Sports 910. This is The Herd with Colin Cowherd. This is about Sean McVay. That Grand says KC wins less than 50 games. Don't forget about the point spread. There's a man who loves to gamble. Five Grand says that fly lands right on my nose. Come on. But baseball's really what he's about. I got 200 grand that says that kid on the bike picks his nose. Come on, somebody. Odds are three to two against him. 200 grand says I'm about to cough. <coughs> you lose. But the Hall of Fame can't keep him out, ain't no doubt. Three grand says this song sucks. I win again. Pete Rose is a gambler. 20 grand says these singers aren't harmonizing right. I win again. He done put himself to shame. 14 grand says that last line pissed me off. Get out your wallet. Pete Rose is a gambler. Five more grand says this song comes to an abrupt ending. Let the man into the Hall of Fame. I'll take cash. There you go. 30 years ago today. How about that? 1991, Pete Rose was banned for life from the Baseball Hall of Fame for his gambling on games. And here we are just a few days after the Baseball Hall of Fame announced that no players were going to receive enough votes to be inducted for the first time. And you would have thought that maybe, maybe we could have came to our common senses and said, okay, all right, we have a year with nobody. Let's put in Pete. Uh, let's get Pete in. I mean, it just with the players, with some of the best stats in history, with Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, Manny Ramirez, Roger Clemens, I mean, all of them were denied votes into the Hall because of the PED era. Kurt Schilling was denied votes because he's one of the, some feel, one of the worst worst people on the planet because <laughs> people don't like him, the bloody sock and everything else. But their resumes all are deserving to be part of history. So if you're going to take your kid, your son or daughter, to the Baseball Hall of Fame at Cooperstown and you want to show them, you know, everything and anything about baseball, how can you go down one of the one one of the um, hallways, uh, hallways yeah. aisles or whatever and not see those particular players? And Pete Rose and his scandal 30 years ago, you know, which that ban that came down, 
you know, he's no hero. He's no role model. I mean, remember he was in jail for tax evasion. You know, he gambled in on baseball as a manager. Never met, never right. on his team allegedly. I mean, but you know, he did set a precedent, I guess, for Major League well, Baseball and the, and the writers. But these writers, man, give me a give me a freaking break. I think with Pete Rose, tired of it. after his playing career, whether as as a manager, he was he wasn't betting on his team or whatever his story was after he was done playing. And I think that's the whole thing. The difference between Pete Rose. And some of the other guys with the with the PEDs is after he was done playing the game, which is standing on its own merit, then after a manager or whatever was after that. Now, okay, if they look at gambling, if they could prove, and he eventually did come clean with it, there was, that he was gambling while he was a manager, never on his own team. We don't ever know. But, I mean, after he's played, I think that's what you look at, his playing career. And, you know, okay, sure. he's done, he's, he's moved on, and then he got into managing so the criteria, I just it's the contradictions abound with some of the writers, and then for some of them not to vote whatsoever, don't they give you that? And, and for some of them, just say, you know, well, I'm not going to vote at all. Well, okay, well, you know, for some of you not to vote, then why are you voting? Why do you have that right? I mean, you should be able to vote. But Pete Rose, I, I would say he should be in the Hall of Fame after his playing career. What keeps him more in the forefront? Us having this conversation every year, or if well, he actually got put in yeah, and we stopped he, talking about him. Well, okay. When he's dead and gone, I mean, you want him to get Because there. that's what sucks. I, yeah. I agree with you, Manuch. That is, that is going to be what happens. So I found some sound. This is, uh, this is a long time ago, but he was being uh, basically – it was a roast, okay? And he got so emotional. Listen to him talk about, you know, what went – what was going through his, his – his life at the time when this all came down. Back in, I don't know when it was, 87, 80, 88, uh, I did disrespect the game of baseball. And when you disrespect the game of baseball, you disrespect your teammates, your fans, and your family. <laughs> now I remember when I was suspended, Bart Giamatti told me to reconfigure my life. I didn't know what that meant. I thought it meant no more illegal gambling. Be, be very selective of people you hang around with. I did that. And it, it took me years. I'm a hard-headed guy. And it took me years and years before I took res full responsibility for what I did. And I think because I did that, I'm a lot better guy standing here tonight than the guy got all the hits. P. Roast, uh, that was a roast at Hollywood uh, Casino outside of Cincinnati. You know, he talked at the end there uh, about hits, and always it reminds me of a scene of Jerry Maguire. Did you know the career record for most hits is 4,256 by Pete Rose, who is not in the Hall of Fame? Do you know that my next door neighbor has three rabbits? <laughs> I can't compete with that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And, and one more, one more. I want to play for you. Uh, I, I was a huge Pete Rose fan. Have his autograph. Got it because I sold the most subscriptions for the Philadelphia Inquirer as a paper boy, and I got the autograph when he played for the Phillies. I, I, I love Pete Rose, and I found this this commercial that played during the Super Bowl just a few years ago with Skechers, if you remember. Hi, Pete Rose here in the hall. I love being in the hall. It's the perfect place to walk down memory lane in my Skechers Relax Fit shoes. Pete, you're not supposed to be in the hall. 
Even at home? Try relaxed fit shoes from Skechers. That's good stuff. Very I, good. Uh, yeah, I love Pete. So Very good stuff there. Hopefully some people will come to their senses you know, one of these you, days. You hear that speech, guys, and, and you go, okay, the guy has served his time. He's, he's admitted it. He's, he's you know, had his penance the whole nine yards, and I don't understand what's not enough for the writers not to vote him in. And it's almost like a guy that had a crime, went to jail, went to prison, served his time, and, he, and, he, and you're not going to allow him to be a productive citizen? You're not going to allow him to have a... Florida Gators appeared in Chunky Soup and McDonald's TV commercials while playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Charlie. Yeah? Never said anything about using a kicker. Never said I couldn't. Two-time Super Bowl champion Max Starks, a.k.a. The Undertaker, now joins Rock and Manooch on Fox Sports 910 on FM at 99.9 HD2. That's right, two-time Super Bowl champion. Max Starks down kind of the right side of line. Man. Yep, Max Starks, 78, joins us now. How we doing, Max? I'm doing wonderful, and yes, you're right. I am kind of a big deal in my own mind. Wow. <laughs> so where are the two where, where where are the two rings right now, and and when when do they come out? I mean, the two rings are in an undisclosed location, and uh, <laughs> only when necessary do they come out. I mean, there's no major reason to bring them out during quarantine. Uh, don't have any Zoom calls to have to worry about. Nobody cares about seeing it uh, over video. But uh, they're, they're, they're safe and secure right now. So back before the pandemic, when you're taking the kiddos to the movies, uh, would you kind of you know once in a while if it, if it if it made sense, see you if know? you got some free popcorn, yeah, you know? if you get, yeah, you get the free refill, <laughs> flash the well, blame. See, here's the thing. I, I, I bought the cup and the, and the t-shirt to get out of way. Anyways, so I never had to worry about. It. I didn't want to have to worry about buttering up my finger and losing a ring in the popcorn bucket. So you know, I just I kicked in my thirty bucks for the t-shirt that I can't fit. And I just I bring it out, Max. When does the Jones into play start? You know, being you've been there and done that twice, and you always have the week off. When does it does it start right away? You just want to get back on the field after that AFC Championship game, or you know, about this time? I, I got to imagine you're just Jones to hit somebody. Yeah, no. Usually, I would say under a normal year that's not a pandemic, usually about Thursday you, you start to get that itch. Um, the week that week after the AFC Championship game, you, you're, you're happy to see a break. You're happy to get that little bit of time off to heal up. Um, you know, I remember particularly, especially before Super Bowl 43, I tore my LCL in the AFC Championship game, so I was really excited to get the week off so I could try and heal up and get ready. And then when we and then when we got to Tampa, I was I was itching. You know, I didn't I didn't feel any issues with. The injury, I just wanted to get out and hit somebody because I was tired of the buildup. Like, Monday and Tuesday, in-city was cool. Wednesday, all right. But then Thursday, you're like, okay, my family's in town. I need to get away. I need to go take out some frustration. <laughs> so right now, guys are bubbling up and ready to go. But, I mean, the good thing is, I think, for Kansas City is the fact that they're still in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So they're treating this as a normal game week. So I don't think that itch builds up. It builds up when you're sitting in a hotel room for over a week, and, uh, you know, you're eating in a boardroom or some type of buffet line uh, for meetings, or you're going to go out to eat every night, um, it just takes you out of your habit and your consistency. So that would make it a little bit tougher under normal circumstances. What's what's it like before kickoff? You're out there on the National Anthem, and all the flashes are going off. And how do you keep yourself 
I mean, I just did not over to hyperventilate. You hear the story about Troy Aikman, his first one. He's just trying to breathe normally because there's so much going on, and it seemed like he got caught up in the emotion. How did you not get caught up in the emotion of that? You close your eyes. I mean, honestly, that it seems simple, but by closing your eyes, it doesn't allow you to really see the magnitude of the moment. Like, if you close your eyes and just listen to the national anthem, if you're listening for all of the stuff, that will help calm you a lot, a lot easier. Because if you see it, it's a sensory overload. Yes, you see the banners, you have the flags, you have the MVPs lined up on the field. Um, the you know, the, just a gratuitous amount of human beings with their cameras snapping photos incessantly. Like all of that can be just too much on the sensory, and you're just like, oh man, this is too much. This is too much. You can, like like Troy Aikman said, you can hyperventilate uh, very easily. But I think when you do that, you quiet yourself, you calm yourself, close your eyes for a second, take a couple deep breaths, and then you settle down. And then you then you have to worry about all those nerves that you have for the first play when you go in. Then there's a whole new set of emotions because you can't you can't fight it. Then you're just like I just need to hit somebody to get all this out, and then it becomes football. After that first hit, it becomes football. The crowd dies down in your head. Everything starts to slow down again, and you start to feel better in the process. But up until that moment, it can be a lot. But I just I just close my eyes. That was the best thing that helped me. <laughs> He's Max Starks. Closes his eyes. Just close your eyes. Uh, Max, it's all about the game, of course, but with this pandemic and both teams not being able to take advantage of all that hoopla that that does occur the week before, it kind of seems to me that it kind of makes this kind of a lesser of a Super Bowl because of that, because that is part of the experience. Would you agree, immediate day and everything else that goes along with it? Oh, it it is part of it. I mean, but listen. Listen, at the end of the day, if I'm holding up the Lombardi trophy, it doesn't matter True. how we got it. Get it, get you it. You know, I mean, even if we even if we had to flip a coin to see who got to hold the trophy, uh, I'm good. As long as so, I get to hold that trophy and my name gets etched in there, that's all that matters. All the other stuff is nice filler, but at the end of the day, playing that game and going out and proving I'm better than that other team, that's what makes the difference. Do you feel, Max, though, because of – as you mentioned, you know they, the Chiefs fly in on Saturday, opposed to Tampa, which lives there. I mean, all the players live; it's in their backyard. They have multiple distractions compared to Kansas City, so that could give Kansas City an edge there, couldn't it? Oh, I mean, I mean, it could, but they're going to go to the hotel the night before. Um, they're going to be in an undisclosed location, just like Kansas City is going to be, and Kansas City's at home for the entire week. So, I mean, the worst thing you have to deal with is. You know, if your family decided to come in early for the game, and they're and they're, they pass the COVID protocol and they're staring in your house and eating up all your food, that would probably be the most annoying thing. Or if you're because your kids are still in school, you know, they're still you're still having to get up with them and get them ready for school, and then you're out the house to head to practice. Um, you know, those are the things that can sometimes, you know, be a little nerve rattling. But you did it throughout the season, so. You figure unless people know exactly where you live in Tampa, where they're bothering you all the time, it shouldn't be that bad because it's just like if you were having a home playoff game. Uh, people would be there, and then all of the visitors and and ancillary people that come in, they're usually tied into downtowns or city centers, and usually, you know, I hope most guys live in more suburban settings. Um, 
to where you're not really getting the foot traffic, especially in COVID. They, nobody should be attempting to come to anybody's house, um, even if you uh, know where they live. Sure, exactly. All right, Max. Um, here's the deal. If you correctly predict the winner and the score, I think it, this this prize, I think, warrants you wearing the ring, at least one of them, because it's a $300 gift card to Mastro's. I could see you sporting one of your Super Bowl rings if you went out to dinner and you took your your wife to dinner at Mastro's, right? I mean, that would this be a, a reason? Would this be a good one? You know what? That would be a good one, guys. That would be a good reason to sport the ring if I took my wife to Mastro's. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. Well, that so being now we got said, a reason. Now, that being said, what's the prediction? I'm going to go something crazy numerically. I'm going to say 37-29 Kansas City. 37-29. It's not that crazy. It's not it's bad. about where most people are, be- are predicting. Yeah. It's not available. Oh, they are. Okay. Okay. No, yeah, it's not there's only three points, though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. A lot of people are going high with the numbers. Well, it's, it's total it's, score. It's total, total score. Total That's points. Why. Total yeah. points. Okay, total points. Uh, what, what, oh, geez, you guys had me do math on here. Yeah. Nobody said there was math. 66 points, there it is. I just that's what you just, you, that's you what just, you just you gave us. You gave us 66. <laughs> you just gave us 66. He goes up, up a few or down just a go few? up a few or down a few? Uh, you know, I'll go 64. How about that? I'll take it down two points. No. Not available. Come on, Alex. Not what is available. Okay. Okay. Uh, 62 points. <laughs> so of the sixties, Alex, what's available? Of sixty nine yeah, exactly. is the only one available. Sixty nine. You want that, or you want to go into fifties? No, I'll go fifty nine. Let me guess. That's taken two, right? Let's we'll find out. This is what happens when you have a guess. Yeah, that's taken two. That's real. Yeah. Sorry, Max. It's Thursday. We've been doing this for okay. a week now. We've been doing this a week. Exactly. You know what, what? What is the next lowest of the high fifties available? 58's taken, 57's taken, 56 is taken, 55 is taken. Did you hear what he asked? He just wants the lowest. That's available. The lowest. Yeah. How many guests have you had on this show? 54's taken. <laughs> I've gone through more. We got so we take callers here we take too. Callers, yeah. we take oh, guests. Okay. Fifty. Fifty's available. Fifty's available or sixty-nine is available. Fifty or sixty-nine. Which one? God, that's a big swing right there. <laughs> Literally. Uh, uh, you know what? I, forget it. I'm just going to go high. Let's take 69. Just All right. Yes. There you go. I like it. Yeah. You'll, 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 you never two, know. Yeah. Between two teams that have been there and done that before, no yeah. early game nerves. It might hit the ground running. You never know. Yeah. 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 Then All they right. played each other, so they kind of yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Now you're coming around. There you, there go, you go, Max. Max. He's happy with it. All right, Max. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Have a good week. Enjoy the game. All right, you're welcome, guys. I'll take care as well. <laughs> That's Max Starks joining us <laughs> he here. He came around on yeah. that. But. Wow, we've had all those. Now, for those of you listening, it's callers. And it's yeah. guests, so that's why. And we've been doing this for a good uh, five, six days. So uh, we we will play the sounder here again. And if you do call in, you may have to have a few. So we can tell you right now, there's the 50s, no 60s left. And no 50s. And no 50s. And no 50s. <laughs> you can go super high go or high yeah. or low. Yeah. So I think we need to keep saying that it before we play the sounder or after. Or when they call, when you call at 602-260-9191, Alex, you need to let them know or you're going to be sitting on the phone a long time. We'll come back as uh, Steve Peters 
formerly of the Yotes. Uh, we'll talk to him about uh, this Yotes team, which will be playing tonight, and uh, the success of Phil Kessel and Christian Vorak. That's all coming up as we continue on from Wright Toyota. Behold. Here's what's trending on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. The Coyotes are back on the ice tonight for a rematch with the Blues. The Yotes fell short on Tuesday in St. Louis to open up their sixth current NHL insider. Coach Steve Peters. They score! Phil Castle just on the ice. Now here's Coach Pete on Fox Sports 910 on FM at 99.9 HD2. Yotes and the Blues tonight from Enterprise Stadium in St. Louis. Game time, 6 o'clock pregame right here at 5.30 on Fox Sports 910 and on FM at 99.9 HD2. And joining us now, Coach Peters joins us on the right to it at guest line. How we doing, Coach? What's going on? Coach? You got me? Got you now. Got you now. What's up, man? Uh, How are you? I'm doing really well. Doing really well. Just getting ready for some good hockey tonight. You think we'll see some? And, uh, you know, this Blues team is solid. They've uh, been on a nice little streak now. If we go back to the, the game the other night, uh, some what were some of your big takeaways in this one? It seemed like they were kind of up and down. Uh, but Christian Dvorak is looking good. Kessel, of course, is, is breaking some milestones. Overall, what did you see? Well, you know, it's interesting. We go back to the game that they played against uh, Vegas earlier in the year, one of the top teams in the league, knowing they had to play well to try to get some points out of that game. You go to this game against St. Louis, in St. Louis, and I tell you what, that first 13 minutes of that game, the Cavs dominated. I mean, they were out shooting them at 1.9 to 1, had all of the scoring chances, and, and they were rolling. I mean, from a team that couldn't score to a team that looked really offensively gifted. They, they take the one nothing lead, and then Coyotes hockey, you know, Alex Goligoski falls, trips uh, on, a, on a rut on the ice, ties it 1-1, and they just couldn't get the rhythm back into the game, started taking penalties, uh, couldn't get on the scoreboard again. So in that first 10 minutes, they had opportunities to make it 2 nothing, and they weren't able to convert. So you get out of there out shooting the St. Louis Blues, out playing the St. Louis Blues, and not getting a point. That, that's a tough game for the Coyotes. Tonight, Auntie Ronts is going to get the start, uh, his first start uh, since coming off the IR. I'm not sure. Do you, you know what his injury was? Was it lower? Or you know, honestly, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> I don't. They kept it pretty quiet with that goal yeah. center. And with Auntie, you just don't know. I tell you what, he's had a strange history of injuries with this club. Um, but he's a guy that w- when they say he's ready to play, he'll be ready to play. The concern, he hasn't played since January 16th. Mm-hmm. And that's a long time between starts for Andy. Yeah. He's played really well against St. Louis. Uh, two starts last year, and he was outstanding in those games. Um, he'll need to be good tonight because I don't think St. Louis is going to wait uh, the first 15 minutes tonight to start playing. You know, Steve, you watched you know Falk on that one breakaway, and and just I wrote wow when he broke away and scored that. I mean, those are just just talent on your goalie, and it, it seems as though nine times out of ten an individual is going to score like that. But when you see somebody break wide open like that, was that a mistake? Was that just a a, a missed pass? How do you define how that happens? You know, it's interesting. You you listen to to Coach Talkett over the last forty eight hours, and I think he spelled it out pretty well. He, he said the team played well, but individual defensive breakdowns 
caused the puck to go into your net. And these, this team isn't strong enough to be in a 5-4, 6-5 game. They have to play uh, rock-solid defensively. And when they don't, and they don't play mistake-free hockey, the puck ends up in their net. And unfortunately, on two of those goals that night, really strong defensive breakdown. And what happens in the defensive zone in hockey, when you make one mistake, what usually happens is another player covers up that mistake by making another mistake. So on both of those goals, it wasn't one. It was two, three mistakes that led to the goal being scored. And that happens when you start running around, when you're playing anxious, when you get guys that haven't been in the lineup a lot. You know, you have some injuries right now. So I think those little things create big things. And, you know, you can't have your goalie bail you out consistently night after night. You have to start tightening up that defensive zone. And I know Rick Tockett's teams have prided themselves in the defensive zone, so he must have been extremely frustrated following that game against St. Louis. Well, and to your point, what is it Cagula? Is that you say his last name? Cagula. Uh, um, yeah, that last toward the end of the second. You were really, you were really close. Uh, Nailed it, Cagula. Yeah, <laughs> Thank it. you, Steve. I mean, <laughs> that ca- case in point, the shot there at the end of the uh, second period. Uh, I mean, it, out of control. I mean, point blank. You know, right there. Or was that just a good play by the goalie? Y- you know. Yeah, and those situations, when he was on the offensive zone, yeah, you, you, you've got to be able to make a play there. And I, and I think you look at the Coyotes we talked about last game. They were unable to get inside, we called it, in that crease area. The last two games, they have six goals. They've done a very nice job of rebounding offensively and getting to those areas. But we talk about having to score when you're in those locations. You've got to score. You've got to put that game ahead. You've got to be able to put the puck in the net. And they've been getting guys like Schmaltz has been getting in tight. And I tell you what, Christian Dvorak, unbelievable play the last two games. He's a guy that plays up and down the ice, plays good, hard minutes, does the right thing, plays the right way, and it's really nice to see him get rewarded. He's a player that flies under the radar a lot, but, man, he's been good the last two. There was a stat that came out today uh, by the Yotes, and it has to do with Christian Dvorak, and you're talking about his last two games, multi-goal games, and and he's the first Coyote since Max Domi back in February of 2016 to accomplish that feat. We talked about this earlier on when we started – kind of previewing the Coyotes, this team needs two or three guys that can step up and be multi-goal you know, multi, uh, scorers, right? I mean, that that has to happen. Sadly, he's scoring these goals and they're not winning. Yeah, you know, you, we talk about spreading out the offense on this team. They don't have that, that superstar. But in fairness, not many teams do. There's only so many Nathan McKinnons and, and, and Austin Matthews in the league. Um, so you have to spread the scoring around. Um, players like Clayton Keller really has to pick up his game. I mean, he's yeah. got to get on the offensive score sheet soon. Um, I, I know, you know, frustrations will start picking up with him. The good news that line with Schmaltz and Garland was very effective offensively last game. I thought they moved the puck well. They had good offensive zone time and they had some opportunities. You just need to see that translate into goals. So hopefully tonight I, they're going to play again tonight together. Um, that's a line I'd look for for some excitement. On some speed, and hopefully they can get on the score sheet tonight. All right, big game on Sunday. We got to get your prediction. If you win, if you nail it, you're going to get a 
a $300 gift card from Mastro Steakhouse, thanks to Legacy Sports USA, which is coming to Mesa in uh, in January of 2022. So, with that being said, uh, who'd you go with, or who are you going with? Well, my wife was a Kansas City resident for over a decade, so I clearly better pick the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And I know this is the way it goes with two big arm guys, high scoring. It's probably going to be low, but I'm going to go with a high scoring game, and I'll take 73 points. 73. I think that's probably available. (laughs) That's yeah, it's good. Hey, he gave it to I'm him. I'm a hockey guy. Yeah, yeah, what do you yes. Mean? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, you're into high scoring, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, Coach, Shoot as out. always, buddy, thanks for breaking down the Yotes. Hopefully they can turn it turn it, uh, turn it, it up tonight, and then they get a little bit of a break, sadly, because of uh, the COVID there in uh, in Minnesota. But uh, yeah. they, they'll get a little bit of a break, hopefully come back. Will they travel back in most cases? And, they probably will, right? And this is interesting you brought this up because before this trip, these were six – important games, and I said they had to get some points out of it. Now it goes from a six-game to a four-game, and don't be surprised if that drops to a two-game road trip. you got to think Minnesota was in Colorado for the last two or three days okay. playing the Colorado Avalanche. So don't be surprised in the next 24 hours if you see those games getting canceled too, which is a bigger problem for the NHL. Whoa. They're up to 22 canceled games in three weeks. Wow, that's um, a lot. A lot of games to make up. Coach, appreciate your time, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. You man. Bet, Have a good weekend. You Thanks, Steve. Coach Steve Peters joining us here on, on Rock and Manooch with Crespin. Again, the uh, pregame starts around 5.30 here on Fox Sports 910 as the uh, Blues hosting our Yotes. Coming up, how close is your team to making it to the Super Bowl? And uh, i got an interesting random fact of the day that has to do with uh, Tom Brady and the color of his uniform during a Super Bowl. That's next right here. <laughs> Caller 602-260-9191. If the previous year left your bank account on injured reserve, keep listening to Fox Sports 910 to get AZ Sports Bar inside Casino, Arizona, and win your share of cash. That's Super Sunday with Fox Sports 910. ESPN earlier this week estimated how long it'll take for every NFL team to make it to the big game. The uh, the worst of the bunch was my uh, my favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, followed by the Houston Texans, Cincinnati Bengals, and uh, the Detroit Lions. Long way. So they're they're predicting four years for those those teams. Which is kind of huge. But when you look at clear cut contenders right now. It's the obvious, the two that are playing on Sunday. Buffalo Bills and Packers, who were real close, mm-hmm. makes obvious right. sense there. On the cusp of contending, this is one we got to look at, Saints, Ravens, Seahawks, and Rams. I would probably agree with all those, mm-hmm. depending on what's going to happen in New Orleans with their quarterback situation. Right. But here's where I'm a little hung up. Still a year away. Browns, 49ers, Titans, Steelers, Colts, and the Arizona Cardinals. I personally think the Cardinals, now because of what's going on in the division, are two or three years away 
if they're ever going to be I, I close. Would, I would concur and with I, that. And I blame the head coach on this a little bit. If you go to the next category on the list, they fit. Two years in, away? They fit into that bunch a lot more. Like, And that's where, when I when I first saw this story, too, that's where I was like, oh, Cardinals are probably, what, two years out? Because yeah. realistically, if everything I goes right. Well, realistically, if everything goes right, you potentially could be in the three in the you know two years but, out category. But let me ask you, hold on, couldn't you make a case this year? Everything kind of fell in their place, and they couldn't take advantage of it well, this year. No, that's that's a guarantee. That's not even make a case. So if, you, if you're not you're handed it yeah. to you this year, and you and you you fall on your ass, what's going to change it next year, or year after? Well, it's it's. When, when be... we can make a case that the Rams are much better now with, with, with Zapper. Oh, absolutely. We know Seattle's going to be there. And well, I told San you Francisco's guys... that missing. I just don't know if they get Cousins or whoever they get. Who knows if they, if they could well, land. They may keep Jimmy. Well, they may keep Jimmy G. You even, never if know. They, even if they keep Jimmy, a healthy 49ers team sure. is better than the, in terms of a talent roster, is, is better than this Arizona Cardinals team in terms of what they had this year. Uh, and who knows what the roster is going to look like next year? You know, I told you guys how the you know the Cardinals are three and twelve against teams with winning records, and this year they kind of broke their way. The type of you know the quarterbacks that they had to face. You know, I ran all that down for you, and it was really disappointing as to you know, like what you just mentioned, Rock not taking advantage of it. Next year, you mentioned the division: Rams, Seahawks, 49ers, who you obviously played twice. Here's your home schedule beyond that: yeah. Packers, Vikings, Colts. Those are all you know, teams that are playoff teams or just on the outside looking in. Or, to your point, winning teams you also that they, have, they can't beat. You also have the Texans and the Panthers on there. Panthers beat you this year, by the way. Okay, so uh, right there you can make an argument. Maybe you beat the Texans, depending on what happens uh, yeah, with them. On the road you this think. year, your road schedule lightens up a little bit, although you do have the three divisional games, Rams, Seahawks, Niners. But then you have the Lions, the Bears who were in the playoffs, the Titans who were in the playoffs, uh, then the Jags and the Cowboys. Who knows what the Cowboys will look like? we got to so, call Bruce Cooper. Your... Yeah, guarantee. twelve. Yeah, twelve and twelve four this year. Yeah, eleven sure. and five. Ah, your, your schedule. A lot of you guys are smoking the dope, man. Your schedule next year is significantly <laughs> more difficult yeah. than than the one that you just had to deal with this year. So, uh, well, let, let's finish this list for those fans of other teams. So, uh, we mentioned still a year away. That's where the Cardinals fit. The two year uh, away is the Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys, and Vikings. Again, this is just a, a you know a writer for ESPN that put this together. Three years out. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't think they're three years. Uh, uh, Panthers, maybe Washington, possibly Patriots. I, I, I don't think I could ever call. If Belichick's still there, three years. Broncos, Bears. We'll see what they do. Falcons, probably Jets, Jags, and Giants. It was and then four plus years, as I mentioned earlier. It's the Texans, Eagles, Bengals. Yeah. Lions. This was pieced together by their NFL Nation writers. So every writer, every ESPN has a writer for every team, uh, and they they're they're essentially their beat writers. And it was it was comprised of all of their thoughts, and they all wrote blurbs about where the Arizona Cardinals are at. For instance, was done by Josh Weinfist and so forth. So uh, I just think the group that they really fall into better is that two years out group. You know, with not, the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Cowboys. The Vikings—they sound like they fit with that group a hell of a lot more than the group that's just one year out. And the uh, the blurb that Josh Weinfuss wrote here, he says, "Strategy for becoming a Super Bowl contender: giving Kyler Murray as much help as possible. Murray is already the type of quarterback who can get a team to a Super Bowl and then win it, but he can't do it alone. Arizona has the receivers to do it in Hopkins, but the Cardinals need to bolster the talent level at tight end, running back, and the second and third wide receivers. If they can do that through the draft and free agency." 
then the Cardinals could be in a good place to make a Super Bowl run in the next year or two. Um, that's an Super awful Bowl, lot. Super Bowl's here in two years. It's quite a big wish list. That's together. a big yeah. wish list. Well, it's we a gotta, big if list. we got to consider if this experiment, if, if, if Michael Bidwell decides to pull the plug in a year. Well, it won't because be his. It, it won't be his choice. This is what I talked about yesterday on on the show that we are in a fork in the road area for the Arizona sure. Cardinals, Which, and it's not just for the head coach; it's for the GM as well. Well, because there's I, been, I, I'm assuming it's it's the all same. the above. It's, it's if all they don't, maybe, yeah, yeah, but it won't be. So it won't be Kime deciding to move on. It would be. It would oh, be of course, a, it would I, be a Bidwell type yeah, deal. That's why I said Michael Bidwell. Okay? I thought you said Kime. No, uh, I said no. Michael Bidwell. Gotcha. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's Bidwell, and then of course, I mean, that's Kime, and then yeah. of course, the coach, but. You know, I, I I didn't like to hire. I think more people are starting to agree that this hire is not working. The um, only reason the only reason I can say that the, the hire was that they when they looked at Kyler Murray and Steve Kahn goes, well, if we can get that kid and we get this same kind of coach, give, runs, you got to give him credit to have balls to pull that and, off. You know, it's it's something it could have worked out of the box. Okay, let's give it, it a try. Yeah. It, it, it may, but you got to have the year right three, ingredients. Year four, you got to have the players. You have to have those players to to support him. To back him up, you got to have a defense. You got to keep that short up. You got to have the right personnel on that defensive side. And Sean, where you break it down in reference to the cap and guys that are coming and going, doesn't trend in that way that next year is the year. But maybe the following year, if they keep this this uh, group and this philosophy uh, I, together, I think this organization is going to always be this organization. But you look at the schedule. I don't. I don't see them. I don't see them. They well, may finish high eight hundred or five hundred. I just don't that. see you improving the talent level on this roster significantly with where you're at in the cap space and with the you know, through the draft. Like I don't think you're going to have a, an instant impact player in the draft. You know, it's hard to find one. And then in free agency, God, if you hit one out of every three in free agency, you're batting pretty well. So you know, it's going to be difficult for the Arizona Cardinals to return next season with a roster that is. You know, further more talented than where they were this year. You know, they're just, I, I just don't see it. So then, where's the improvement going to come from? Coaching? Well, no. That's my, that is what it is. That's it's, my biggest question yeah, mark. So I just, I don't know where it's going to come from. If you're a diehard, if you're a diehard Cardinal fan, you've got to be angry. You've got to be upset because going into last season, there were, there were some serious high hopes with Kyler and, and, and Kyle the way started. Ky, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fitz is coming back. You, you get Hopkins. You get Christian Kirk. You're, yeah. you, all the pieces were there. You, you, then you, then they're, they're, they're spending money like Buda Baker, and you're saying, oh, my gosh, what are they doing? This is, this, is this the Cardinals? And, uh, unfortunately, they just kind of Well, it was the way struggled. it started. The way it started. They didn't struggle at first, you know, and so I think that, no, when that, they hit that, that, that bolstered that, everybody's even their, their excitement level even, even further. You know, so the way they started, and it, when, once you get to a certain point in the NFL calendar, if you're if you're around a certain record, and you don't make the playoffs, it's just gonna it's gonna make those feels the this the disappointment within your fan base be even even higher. You know, so with the way the Arizona Cardinals started off, the fact that they wound up missing the postseason and the way the fashion the way that, those last the two fashion games that they did it, losing yeah, the was... 49ers at home with the backup quarterback, losing uh you know week 17. On the road against the Rams in a play to get in type game again against a backup quarterback, you know those type of things. There is just that's why the frustration level is what it is. But I know I do know a lot of people are hanging on to the incremental improvement of the record. Right, they won three games before Kingsbury got here. They won five in his first year. They won eight last year. But when you really put context to it in terms of what their schedule looked like um, last year opposed to the year before. You know, it was it was basically handed to you on a silver platter, and you just dropped it. So it, it 
you should be disappointed. That's but I don't key. know. So, you know, my question is how improved actually was this roster? You know? I mean, after, after, the, after the Bills game, you were 6-3. and three. And they should have lost that. Bill how game. do you not make the playoffs? But they did. They did. But what I'm didn't. saying, Manuch, is how do you not make the playoffs? Exactly. And I how, agree do you, how do you not get? How do you not get in? It's Especially the, when your schedule included a bad Patriots team. You lost that game. It had the Giants on it. Had the Eagles on it. Had a 49ers team banged up beyond belief. And you, you and you don't get in after starting out six and three. Like that. That that's that's not improvement to and me. And you got you got a tougher schedule next year. And you don't have the same talent you have this right. year. Does not trend in the way that they're going to be more. It's successful. just not improvement to me. I know. Three wins to five wins to, to, to eight wins. It, it looks like improvement, but when you put context to it, you're three and twelve against winning teams. You still struggle there. You can't win within your own division. You know, it's right now. I don't. I, I don't see the improvement that others do. I know when you look at the record, and that's really what it's all about. I get it. It feels like there is, but ultimately, how much improved of a football team are you? I think it's very, very minute, if at all. And you're going to struggle to bring back the talent you had last year, this coming year. It's just not trending in the right direction, if you ask me. The other thing, too, is guys, is that if you can't, if you, if Kyle Murray cannot learn to win in that pocket, and he's got to run all over the place to win, so that's he'll go play eventually, baseball. They're going to eventually. Like, <laughs> he'll get so beat up, he's going to want to probably go baseball. Us. They're going to have. We to. talked about it on Monday. So, yeah, he made his little rounds, and uh, anyway, hey, Miller Lite's giving out free money during the Super Bowl. At some point, they'll tweet out a picture with a very long website URL. You know what a URL is, Manich? Uh, that is just basically where you go to. <laughs> Type in the web URL, your site. It's your basically your site. Close you website. Yeah. It's an address. Address yeah. website. Yeah. Address. Yeah. That I. I'll take it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm in the ballpark. And if you're one of the first five thousand people to type the entire thing into the web browser, uh, they're going to Venmo you eight bucks. It's all part of a deal that they're doing to compete with uh, with an ad Michelob is running to get people to skip it. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to be kind of cool. We'll see. Anyway, coming up in our number three, Danny White, Sean Salisbury. And our Super Bowl picks. It's all coming up. Make plans for the big one Sunday, February 7th at either the CAZ Sports Bar in Casino, Arizona or the Ballroom. Yardage. Brady goes for the deep shot. He's got a touchdown. Scotty Miller. Oh, my God. Scotty Miller got behind the defense and for 39 yards gets the touchdown. And what a half. Oh, by Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, we're going to see it again on Sunday. Tom Brady, but in a Bucks uniform for Super Bowl 55. Joining us now on the right to guest line, Danny White, former Sun Devil. was in two Super Bowls. You can follow him on Twitter at, at WhiteTeam11, and he joins us now. Rock neutral crust. But how are we doing, Danny? How are you making out? Well, I'm hanging in there like everybody else, I guess. I'm, uh, you know, hunkered down in my man cave, just uh, waiting for this coronavirus, COVID nineteen pandemic fiasco to to end. So you've had a lot of time. We had the Super Bowl. I don't know what I don't know what people are going to do when the Super Bowl is over. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least know? in years past, though, Danny. At least I'm going to do. I'm going to the... I'm going to go up to my cabin and just. Uh, go sit under a pine tree for six months. <laughs> Are you golfing again, Danny? No, I had back surgery. I I can't golf. Isn't that? I mean, yeah. It, you ask me how I'm doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
shouldn't have asked. I'm sorry, Danny. I should have gone right to the game. I've learned I've learned that it's hard to get into trouble staying six feet away from everybody. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Yeah. yeah. So as you have had some time to look at this uh, this matchup, uh, and you know you've seen a lot of football, you've played a lot of football. Uh, you know when it comes to spreads, you know it, it is a lot of people look at spreads. Games it's three, three and a half. Do you feel this game will be a close one? And if it is close, would it be high scoring or low scoring? Um, I don't think it'll be that close. I think it'll be seven to ten points um, for Kansas City, and I think it'll be lower scoring. Uh, I would pick as an as an over under. I'd say about sixty one is my number. Okay, uh, I know that's lower than most, but you know it's it's a weird environment it's a weird atmosphere i think the defenses are going to rise up with all the all the emotion and and the big game there's only going to be 25,000 people in the stands it's just going to be weird for a super bowl um so i think i think defenses the defenses will rise up there'll be a great pass rush on both sides especially you know Kansas City's got a, got young a young tackle and and yeah, I, I just I just think uh, both quarterbacks are going to underperform as a result of uh, pressure. And so Dan, that, there you go. And at that point, <laughs> with with watching Patrick Mahomes and just watch this this high paced fast break offense going up and down, up and down the field, without both of your starting tackles, your bookends, um, do you think that how much do you think that will affect this high flying Willenda Brothers act of going up and down the field with this offense? Well, that's what I mean. I think I think it will. Uh, that's a that's a huge deal. Now, the guys that are playing, are, it's not like there's nobody out there. And they're 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 good players. They're just not as good as what he's used to. He's going to have more pressure. Uh, he does get the ball out quick, gets rid of it quickly, and from every angle and running any which direction and all that. Um, but I don't. I think he's going to face. Uh, a pass rush and pressure like he's never faced before. Um, as, as a result of Tampa being fired up and those, those young tackles, you know, missing his two tackles. So yeah, that's, that's, I think that's going to be the, the storyline is going to be, uh, and, and, and as a result, I think Kansas City's defense is going to have to match it. And I think they will. Uh, so, but I think Kansas City will win the game by seven to ten points. And to that point, Danny, watching Brady, I, I was talking the other day. I don't think there's anything that he has not seen defensively. It just, it's just the pressure and what some of these linemen uh, or receivers may not have seen before, as far as that's concerned. When you watch Brady with everything that comes at him, what what impresses you the most? In watching him, number one, and then with this team going against this Chiefs defense, where do you think they're most vulnerable? But vulnerable at that he can attack them. Well, Brady's going to have to get it out quickly, but he does that too. And uh, you know, I, I, I just feel like uh, Kansas City is going to, you know, put pressure on him. They're, they're going to force him out of the pocket, and you know, unlike Mahomes, Brady's not good. Uh, not as good, I should say, out of the pocket as he is in the pocket. And, 
Everybody knows that. Uh, Kansas City uh, knows that. They're gonna they're gonna put pressure up the middle, force him out of the pocket, and uh, and get to him. And I I just now you know it's all relative. They're still gonna score twenty five, twenty six points, um, but it's not gonna be enough to win. And uh, Brady's gonna have to you know get get the ball to his. His, use his backs and his tight end, which he, which he does anyway. I mean, yeah, you're, you're right, Dan. He's seen everything. He's seen every possible scheme you can throw at him. So they're not going to be able to do anything that he hasn't seen. Uh, but I just think they'll do it a little bit better. They'll be he'll have a little more energy, a little more adrenaline f- flowing, and, and they'll force him out of the pocket. Danny, as a guy that's been there and done that in the, in the NFL, what 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 stands out to you the most about this Chiefs offense that at times looks a lot like your uh, your Rattlers offense is more <laughs> than a uh, an NFL offense at times? What stands out the most to you as a guy that's been there and done that? What makes you sit on the couch and go, "Wow," when you watch this Chiefs team? Well, I, I mean, there there's just no weaknesses. Um, you know, they've they've got the, they've got two quality running backs. They've got. Speed in Tyreek. They, they've got uh, your your control receiver, uh, you know, in the tight end, and and, they, and decent receivers, you know, on the outside. And so they're just they, they're just so well balanced. You know, you attack one, you, you got to have two people on Tyreek. Um, so uh, that means the other guys have got to be one on one. At, at some point, and Mahomes is just getting better and better at finding that guy. And sooner or later, Tyreek will hit you for a big one if you try to blitz him. Or um, you know, so the thing that impresses me about the Kansas City offense is just how loaded they are at every position. And, and with that, then Sammy Watkins may also. Be coming back for this game too, so that's just another weapon right there, yeah. Danny. That you know, Sammy may be coming back. Yeah. Well, well yeah, we'll see, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think he will play, and um, yeah, that's all they need is another weapon. He's Danny White. Danny, as always, we always uh, enjoy having you on, man. So thank you so much for time, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll be making a turn here, and uh, your back will be better, and you'll be busy, and and yeah. uh, we we don't have to ask you that loaded question on how you're doing. No, yeah, don't ask me about my golf game anymore, would you? Until I okay. until I start playing again, you just put me into a deep depression. Oh man, we're sorry, Danny. Sholo's calling you. Year since I played golf. Oh, back on the golf course. All right. Uh, he's Danny White. Appreciate it, Danny. Thank you, Danny. Thank Appreciate you, that. <laughs> Danny White joining us. Well, we know not to ask about golf. No. Way to go, Rock. Yeah. Well, you know, I know he was a big golfer. He's up there at Cholo. Yeah. You know, he's a big-time golfer. He's so. had a few uh, back surgeries. New. I know he had shoulder surgery. He's had hip surgery. He's got to get all those the surgeries oh, in. Oh, you quarterbacks, Manu, man. Manuj, aren't you glad you didn't play that much no now? No kidding, man. Look at you. You're great. I'm healthy. I can move. <laughs> the benefits of not playing, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, man. So anyway, we appreciate him taking some time. So sixty-one was his yes. Total. So good, gotcha. Chiefs. Um, yeah, some. I'm surprised the spread is what it is. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. No. Oh, you're about the spread. The three. Spread. The three. Yeah, thirty-three. I've seen three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scott Sprites are tomorrow around this time. We'll catch up with him and he'll uh, he'll break that down for us. But I'm anxious to see what the where, where it's going in Vegas right now. But 
seems as though, at least for our contest, of course, we've teamed up with Legacy Sports USA, which is coming to Mesa next year. Uh, they've given us a $300 Masters gift card, so when you hear a sounder, be the fifth caller at 602-260-9191 and get your, uh, get your score in there. Now all the 60s are taken, all the 50s are taken. So you're going to have to go Heads low up. scoring. Right. Well, I think what was and, a couple years and ago. And practically all the 70s are taken. And all the 70s. But what was the score of the game uh, just uh, two years ago with uh, the Rams? Thirteen three. Yeah, we can see that again. It happened. Well, you thought that you know that you thought that was going to be a high scoring game. I you think thought. there were some predictions. I wonder what that what that was going in. So anyway, we'll come back with more Rock and Minute, Sean Salisbury and Crespin next on Rock and Minute. This is what's trending on Fox Sports nine ten Phoenix. The Coyotes seek redemption in St. Louis tonight. Faceoff is at six. Meanwhile, the NHL is tightening its COVID-19. Most unfiltered with Rock and Manooch, now on Fox Sports 910. Sean Salisbury now on the right Twitter guest line here on Fox Sports 910. You can hear him mornings in Houston, afternoons in San Francisco. Uh, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's been some sightings. Of Sean Salisbury in Scottsdale. Supposedly. Yeah, so I, I I haven't heard. His phone doesn't dial out. But how you doing there, Sean? What's going on? Dude, I'm like big. I'm like, I'm doing great. I'm like Bigfoot. Okay, there's sightings, but you just never quite know if I'm here or not. Okay? The sighting, I can neither confirm nor deny. But, yeah, I actually can. I'm going to give you insider information. I am actually here right now in Old Town, and, yes, I'm here. This week, all next week. So, yeah, I'm not going anywhere, brother. I'm here. Did you, I don't know if you heard, but it was a story that hit like two weeks ago. In Oklahoma, it's Bigfoot season starting in November. True story. Like I said, like I, I believe it. And you gotta, <laughs> they try to hunt me down at times, too. Bigfoot. Sasquatch is alive and well, right? Yes, he is. And I can neither confirm nor deny just how big he is either. I can't tell <laughs> you. All right. Give us kind of the, the latest there in, in Houston in regards to Deshaun Watson, the, the latest. And uh, are you hearing any teams? We heard uh, today maybe Denver's on the list, Carolina. Uh, or maybe won't happen at all. What's your gut, Tanya? My, my gut says it's not going to happen at all because they the, supposedly the organization from an insider told me that they're not taking calls. That when people call, they're saying we're not interested in trading him. So now that can change. Um, nothing's changed as far as visitation and meaning. That sounds like it's like a visit. It's a visitation rights to your kid because there's a divorce. But um, as far as I, I haven't heard that they've sat down with him at all, whether it's David Cully or, or you know Nick Casario. Um, I, I believe this, guys. I don't believe he's going to get traded, but I, I think there's a you know the percentage. I don't feel 100% that he's not because I don't trust the front office. But, you know, the talk is it's going to take such a haul. You know, you're going to have to gut your roster to get him in the process gutting your own when you lose a guy like that. But uh, I don't believe that Sean Watson, you know how they say it was limited to teams with no no trade clause. I'll bet you this way. If he really wants out that bad, I don't think it's just the Jets and the Dolphins. I said this morning on my show that I fully believe that if there's somebody that came to him, they like the 49ers. Let's say he wasn't going to, didn't want to go there, but they made the only offer, and that's the only offer the Texans were going to take. You either take that or you stay. I don't believe. I believe that he'll he'll go to any team if it's the best offer. I don't think he'd turn down a trade. Um, that's my opinion. That's not any 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 inside information. But I hopefully they won't move him. And how about Denver, Jerry Judy? How about that? Now listen, great player. <laughs> uh, but, but, but who the hell? Could you imagine Chris Carter? Even though I'm, I'm not Deshaun Watson or Drew Lock. 
hey, man, yeah, I can't wait till all these quarterbacks are gone and Deshaun, I mean, paraphrase. He's said they're talking about having Deshaun Watson in Denver and Drew Locke's going to read Twitter. I mean, what? <laughs> who, who does, is, that, is, is, that the, is that the new way we do it? Can you imagine walking in? Hey, man, hey, thanks for the tweet, brother. You yeah. know what? Too bad you're here because I, I'd rather have Henry Ruggs, Stephon Diggs, and, and Devontae Adams to so take your ass out. I mean, who does that to a teammate, right? Who does that? Well, if I throw to you and you're over the top, a wide open. Oh, I I didn't see it, Jerry. My bad. I'll I'll get you next time, right? Dude, are you trying to freeze? Are you trying to freeze me out <laughs> forever? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not disrespectful to me like that, man. Are you kidding me? Even just... if you don't like, even if you don't like Drew Locke as a player, hide it. He's on your roster. The other guy's not there yet, or he may not be there. Could you imagine if, if Deshaun doesn't go, and then Jerry Judy's got to walk at a training camp, and all of a sudden Drew Locke catches fire? And <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? I don't know. How are you, man? I sure wish your teammate from college, Henry Ruggs, was our teammate instead of you. I mean, what, what, what kind of piece <laughs> is that keeping in the locker room? Just uh, crazy, man. What, what, what it's come to these days is nuts. And, 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 Sean, to that point, what is it? Is it Was it a trust factor? Was it an integrity factor? What is it that can't be remedied in Houston that is just um, cutting the cord, is divorced? Yeah, is it going to be an apology? I mean, what is it that, that can't be remedied for him to stay? Until he tells us, I don't know. I mean, to, I mean, I, I think we can all see the forest through the trees and say it's trust, it's communication, and, and the integrity of it. Now, you get old school, like you heard Coach Vermeil and Brett Favre say, yet it wasn't Deshaun who went and asked for the, 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 the ability to make decisions. They came to him and then semi-reneged on it and didn't do it, you know, kind of took it back and didn't, didn't consult him or what have you. So if he's butthurt about it, I, I understand. We should, you know, players are okay. It's okay if an organization's frustrated with you, they're allowed to do what they want. Sure. If a player's frustrated with an organization, we we like, oh, you're not allowed to talk. As long as it's respectful banter and you're not throwing people on the bus and loud talking, mean, he's, di- he's disgruntled. He's bothered for whatever reason. And we can only assume it's the Easter B. Cal McNair, because it can't be David Culley or Nick Sarah. They didn't do anything. No. They weren't here when all, the, when all this you know, dysfunction took place. So the, 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 key, the key is, how is, is he out both feet out the door? Or is he willing to have like toes in the water and say, okay, I'll at least listen to David Culley and Nick Casario and see if they can write this thing and convince me that being in Houston is the best place for me. So this is going to go back and forth, but it has to be done before the draft guys for yeah. the reason of you're going to want to draft those guys anyway, whoever, whatever kind of picks you're going to get. But I think people here are holding out hope that it gets fixed, but we'll see if both sides are wise enough to sit down and try to talk like human beings and, 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 and communicate. Well, I can't even say human beings. Communicate like adults, yet. The Texans haven't, I don't know if they've extended the olive branch. I understand Deshaun's frustration and where he is, and if he's got a problem with it, he should speak up. And, Sean, this might sound crazy, because you know I've been on the same side as you that I just can't fathom seeing him somewhere else next year. But yeah. if you, if, when you look at the – is there a case to be made if you look at where the Houston Texans are and where Bill O'Brien led this football team, $17 million over the, the projected cap right now, no draft picks to speak up for the next two years, and a roster that won four games with Deshaun Watson playing at a ridiculous level last year as well. Can there be a case to be made that it would almost be irresponsible to not listen to offers for Deshaun Watson to see if you can somehow fill some of these holes because that, that team, even with him on it, not very good and in a very bad spot right now in terms of capital to try and rebuild around him. That's a great point. That's a great point. I think you have to ask yourself a couple questions. First off, if I said, don't look at last year's record, just look at the quarterback's numbers, you guys would come back to me and we'd all say, oh, they must have been 11-5. and five. Mm-hmm, well, sure. before, then, you, then you start to look at everything else. You say, ooh, now I see why 
and he did it probably 10, 12 snaps less. They averaged like in the upper 50s snaps-wise as opposed to, I think, in the 60s for the norm in the league. So it's not like it was they were behind by 30 because they were close in a lot of, like within a touchdown in a lot of games. But, uh, Sean, that's a great point because I think you probably have to ask yourself, okay, if the roster stays like this, now you hope Nick Casario can bring some of the Bill Belichick magic, right? He's been around him forever and know how to mix and match, you know, late picks and mid-round picks and turn them into second-round picks and move up to get higher. But if they... If they weren't going to do that, I would ask myself, if you thought that we can't fix it, I'd say, okay, in the, for the next three years, are we a Super Bowl contender with this quarterback? And if the answer is no at $40 million a year, and then you say, okay, is the record going to be the same with a, with, a, with a good quarterback, but maybe somebody who's not Deshaun Watson, but we're still going to win, go 3-13 and 13 or 5-11 and 11 and be in the same situation as we are with Deshaun? I think you probably have to say, well, six assets or eight assets build us quicker then the quarterback, then you've got to ask yourself, okay, if we do that, do we have the quarterback that helps us get to February? Deshaun, I believe, is a February quarterback. Hadn't been there yet, but, Sean, that's a great point. It probably would be irresponsible. If you knew the guy wasn't going to be all in, you'd at least have to feel. Somebody says six first-rounders and three starters. I mean, there, 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 comes, a, there comes a point of dimension yes. where, you know I mean, where you've got to say, don't be insane. You've got to at least listen because four of those guys could turn into pro bowlers and you could be great. You never yeah. know. So I, I'm not ruling out anything, but I still think it'd be irresponsible for you to reach out to somebody to try and trade him. Let them come to you and make yes. them desperate to offer you something. Sean, and the game coming up on Sunday, talking about Mahomes and Brady, we've been beating it up ad nauseum. I, and we talked a little bit about this last week, just the high-paced, high-octane offense that is this Kansas City Chiefs team. Without your two right tackles, I think they can still do that to a point. But if there's anything that could slow them down, even Sammy Watkins looks like he's going to probably come back. Uh, would that be the only, uh, the only you know, chink in the armor, so to speak, so to speak, to have not both your starting tackles in this game? Yeah, to see if Todd. I talked to Jeff Fisher about it and what his, you know, who'd been such a longtime coach in the league and defensive guy, what Todd Bowles would do, and. You know, to do multiple looks, and that's what the key is. You've got to be multiple. You can't line up and zone the whole game or pressure the whole game because the ball will come out quick enough for them to operate in space. And when you're left on an island with Tyree Kill and Kelsey, you're not going to win that. You may win it a couple times, but the, the battles, but the big part of it, they're going to win most of the time. But, yeah, change up and to try to exploit how you can keep Kelsey in maybe helping or a back end so they don't get five out. You know what I mean? Right, they're right. not empty in it where they go five out and now and if you don't get to Mahomes and he gets to sit back there you're trouble if you do get to him he could still rip it so I, I, I still like Tampa in the game I liked them in August I'm still picking them but man you're going to be, have to be awfully good and you know what's crazy with all these weapons on both teams if I were to ask <laughs> think about this now guys if I say who's got more weapons on offense you really got to think about it think about yes. Fournette and Jones yeah. think about Kelsey and right. Gronkowski and then you go Evans and and Hill, and then you go Godwin and, and Sammy Watkins. I mean, there's a lot of equality when it comes to talent level on both squads. So, you know, you got to keep Brady's jersey on the other side. Brady's jersey's got to be clean. Mahomes probably a little more apt not to have to have to have his feet set to throw it and go through it. But I'm going to tell you, of all the offense guys, you think about it, it's probably going to take a couple three and outs by one of these defenses, a good pressure by Spagnolo or Todd Bowles dialing up something where they hit Mahomes in the back off a slot blitz and he misses it, holds it a split second too long, and you get the short field and you go win. I think there's going to be a lot of points, but it may actually come down to some defensive stop late in the game that makes a difference, even though both quarterbacks, I believe, are going to play at a premium and a high level. And, Sean, we were talking about this the other day. I don't know if I've seen this much talent, to your point, on a football field since maybe when Marino and Montana 
went out in that Super Bowl to see right. all the receivers, all the running backs, the tight ends, everybody like that. So just it's going to yeah. be. Hey, whoever gets that stop is going to win that game, right? Yeah, and you know, and you know, and you don't want to give that guy the ball last within scoring distance, the Brady or Mahomes. You want to make sure that they don't that they're not within striking distance with the ball last, with the chance to win the game. And the difference between that Miami Dolphins team you're talking about in San Francisco is there's far more team speed on both of these teams offensively yeah. than even those great teams. So it should be fun to watch, guys. Sean, there's this uh, restaurant in town. There's a few of them. It's called Mastros and uh, Legacy Sports. It. Legacy Sports USA gives a three hundred dollar gift card if you could just uh, give us the score of the game and, and the winner it's pretty easy what are you gonna go with well i wanted the tampa bay buccaneers at 34 31 a 65 pointer and that's been taken so i'm gonna keep in the 60s i would take the over in the game i got tampa bay regardless and so i got 60 so give me a 33 27 type game and it'll be it'll be dramatic maybe down six and they got to kick a uh, extra point to win it after Brady leads them down. Dramatic ending. The uh, Tampa Bay wins 33-27 in your book, but my book at home is going to be 34-31. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers win in dramatic fashion. Sean, you do know that they don't serve Salisbury steak, right? You do, you, they do not serve. <laughs> oh, that's good. That. Dude, let me tell you something. Salisbury <laughs> steak is so hard to get to, kind of like Bigfoot. <laughs> That you have to pay a, you have to pay like PI. What are those fees called when you get season tickets at a stadium? Oh, uh, you gotta get, you got preferred yeah, license. PSA. What, what are they, yeah. they like PSL. Yeah, PSL. Yeah. PSL. There you go. Yeah. That's PSA. PSL. <laughs> that's what. That's what you got to pay when you go get the real meat. That sounds very sick. Get out there. To, what's it? Whistlers or what was that? Uh, Sizzler. 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 Yeah. Sizzler. yeah Sizzler. Don't, don't hate. The, don't hate the three ounce steak at Sizzler with the shrimp. Okay. See. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, buddy. Thank Appreciate you, it. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good one. I'll talk to you. Thank you. Sean Salisbury here on Rock Money. we got our predictions next. This is The Herd with Colin Cowherd. This is about Sean McVay. That's a sports bar inside Casino, Arizona. And win your share of cash. That's Super Sunday with Fox Sports 910. We hope that you come out and join us again Myself and Crespin will be out at Talking Stick Resort in the sh- in the uh, big ballroom. Uh, we're gonna we're permitted to have about four hundred. Last year, for the last twenty years, we get about a thousand people, but because of of course COVID, uh, we've kind of downsized it. But we're still giving away the cash like we always do during squares and propositions. So get there around two o'clock. That's when we open our doors. Of course, game is at uh, about four thirty, and then Minuch and intern Paul will be out at uh, the CAC Sports Bar. About a hundred people there, so that'll be a lot of fun. Same thing. Doors there open at two. Giving away the cash just like we're doing at Talking Sticks. So come on out and join us. Don't forget to download the Fun Sports Pool as you have an opportunity to win twenty five thousand dollars if you get all twelve right. Uh, if not, we got some great prizes. Uh, from BNI Arizona. So please check it out. Download the app. It's free. We don't spam you nothing. It's a great promotion. And uh, while you're doing that, we, we got one going with the Waste Management Open, too, with Vans. So a lot of promos. Everything's up on our website at rockamanooch.com. So this is the time of the week where we get to do our picks. Well, stop, 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 stop what you were doing right now. You lost a bet on my very, very big board behind me. You uh, owe. Whoa, 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 what kind of bet? You bet Dan Minucci 50 bucks that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would not make the playoffs. It is written in scripture what? on my big board. That's right. I All remember right. that. Now I'm going to do something that Minucci doesn't do. 
What's that? I'm going to pay my bet right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's your 50 bucks. Okay. I pay Thank my you. bets. Good. Manoj doesn't pay Manoj. his bets. Ever. Yeah. Show it to the camera, Manoj. Yeah, right there. There you go. Never Get pays his bets. Right there. Okay, so, I, but I owe you uh, probably Dude. 100 bucks. Just uh, take the victory, old man. <laughs> Ten hats. Ten hats. At least. Give or yeah. take. I've been there for the, half the, of those. 50. So, um. I think I hate to credit this back to you. No, okay. I won't take it back. Okay. All right. I, I, got, I, I lost it back fair and square. Is that real? I'll, I'll take, take it. that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> want it. Give me that damn thing back. Wait, wait, wait. I pay my bets. Thank you, Rock. I well, appreciate it. Good you know, for you. Yeah. Don't be buying like a gift card with that. All right? There, so is one, there is one more bet on the big board. What is another $50 bet that the Suns will make the playoffs. Yeah. Who has what? Manuch has the Suns making the playoffs. Make playoffs, and I don't. Yeah. Want to just give them the fifty now? No, that's, that's gonna because happen. they're not. You guys are such homers. Like, give not them a homers. No, oh yes, you are. Well, we're, we're homers with. But so it's good. Some of, it. There's nothing. No, 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 you know, this is no, homer no. radio. It's yeah, fine. No. You're like you should go work at the flagship. It, it, it's one of those things where I get it. I get. It. I want them to do well. I'm just. I don't think they're there yet. Weird. I think they're a player away. I'm not a big CP3 guy. I don't think he's going to make them. It's going to bring them the playoffs just because of one guy. I, I certainly hope he does. And I'm I still concerned will. about DeAndre. Ayton. I love Booker, man. I love Booker. I love what they're doing. I love Bridges. I just think that they're hey. just. They got to be beating teams like they did. They should have beaten New Orleans last night. Half the NBA. They lose tomorrow against Detroit. Come on. Half the NBA gets in. <laughs> well, just keep that in mind. Well, I knew that, that was that. I made that bet after. I made that bet before they decided to add another two teams. We'll take it. I'll take it, no matter. What, and no I'll matter pay what my bet. That's right. And I like you. That. I, I pay my bets. What are you talking about? Not. It's time to make some picks. You right. bickering over some old stuff. I know, Let's go I know, get I know. to the picks. We, All right, Manich, get it out of the way. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going to take them 38 to 35. I just think that this offense is going up and down the field. They'll make a few stops. Just enough stops to top uh, to stop Tom Brady, but I've got the Chiefs winning this thirty-eight to thirty-five. I'm going to do it. Go no, ahead. go ahead, Rock. I'm going Chiefs twenty-four, Bucks twenty-one. Oh, low scoring. I'm sorry, man. everybody's going on this on this high-scoring run. I, I just I'm probably wrong. Wise guys picked it what fifty-six over under. Fifty-six. Yeah. So I'm probably wrong, but uh, I'm. I'm Going to go with a lower score. I think it's just over the 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 money line. I, I think it's. I, I, I'm going to go Chiefs winning as well. It's weird. Everybody's going Chiefs, which know, means Brady's going to win. Uh, but you're right. You're absolutely give me right. Chiefs, thirty-one, twenty. I'm, I'm sorry, thirty-four. Okay. Chiefs, thirty-four, twenty-seven for Tampa Bay. Okay. So that means Danny White and I uh, agree on the exact same score. And for the guy that won all year long. That's right. Where you at, Alex? I have Chiefs, thirty-eight, Bucks. Thirteen. Ooh, wow. A blowout oh, in Tampa. Oh, gosh. I mean, Tom Brady's going to fall apart. Well, he threw three The reason why is I, I have some serious work to do tomorrow. We normally would do them on Friday, but I, I've never worked a Friday. You haven't, ever. Before the Super Bowl. Hey, I've worked six yeah. Super Bowls, so yeah. I've been there. Right. But uh, there's, this, there's this event that... Uh, I need to make sure it goes well. And it so. wouldn't it wouldn't be the same with you being here, Rock. That's yeah, for right. sure. It just right. wouldn't be the It'll same. It'll be across the street. It'll be across the street. <laughs> no, you guys are in studio tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. You guys typically... But you will still be across the street. Yeah, I'll be across the street. <laughs> yeah. Rock but I'll, I'll uh, you know. Well, you have, have one for you. Great weekend, Rock. Wish I had that 50 bucks. Yes. You <laughs> <laughs> anyway, may end up back to you never know. No. Well, yeah, to bet I will. Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see. Anyway. Hey, appreciate you listening. If you miss anything, go to rockamanage.com. Our podcast is up there as well, as well as foxsports910.com. See you tomorrow. Good night.
Fox Sports 910 traffic, powered by your Valley Toyota dealers. 910 eastbound near Avondale Boulevard. We have an accident 